Blog Talk Radio. Heroes 101 Radio, your one-stop shop for a little positivity and optimism. Good evening. So this is Spectre from the New York Initiative, and I am joined as ever by the lovely rock and roll from the California Initiative, San Francisco. Good evening, my dear. How are you doing? I'm I'm a little sick, but I'm happy to be here. Hello. For that husky sound. I know. It's almost Lauren McCall. Almost. Almost. (laughs) I'm working on it. as ever, we're joined by the awesome friendly neighborhood Nightbug on the soundboards. Good evening, sir. Just trying to diffuse the tension. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a good job of it as well. So uh, so we're, we're here tonight to talk about the highs and lows of 2016. And before we even introduce who we are, um, I mentioned optimism and positivity at the beginning. But you know what? Man, it's been one of those days. And I, I just feel like we have to address the elephant in the room before we move on and Get on to get on to more positive topics, but uh, Carrie Fisher, um, holy crap! And it, you know, it, it, it's it's a kick in the nuts for so many reasons, but it strikes me as particularly surreal that just last week on this radio show, Rock, you were telling us a story about your um, your own circumstances with being worried about you know about um, heart palpitations. I'm lost for words, obviously, but uh, you know, to, and unfortunately, your stories turned out. <laughs> turned out much much better and obviously uh, you got a clean bill of health but uh carrie fisher so you know we we went to see uh rogue one on friday night and as we're <clears throat> as we're going into the movie theater we uh get an alert on the news to say uh carrie fisher you know the plane landed in la rushed to hospital um and and we were fearing the worst it didn't sound good and we we came out um and heard the news that she'd been stabilized and Honestly, to me, that sounded like she was out of the woods and, and things were, you know, were looking more positive. But obviously that wasn't the case, and uh, she went downhill over the weekend and passed away today. Um, but, uh, man, I, I, I was blown away by that news today. I don't know about you. Oh, no, absolutely. You know, and, and the saddest thing was it scared me when I heard that she had a, you know, when you got more details about the, the you know, what had happened and how, they resuscitated and I have friends that are paramedics that uh they all agree that they didn't they they feared the worst even after she was resuscitated because in their words she'd been down so long. Um and I guess it took a long time to, you know, to resuscitate her and after that, you know, it's it's really scary. So you know, and then we've got we've got people in the chat room um who are talking about how, yeah, uh, Titus Lupus is a, the deaths of this year have hit us hard. Yeah, they, they've hit they've hit really hard. Um, yeah. And I think that we're all tiptoeing now to the end of the year just to see, you know, just to make sure, please don't let anything else happen, you know, between now and um, and the first. We'll talk more about that later because I, yeah, I, I was a celebrity I think, hiding in a bunker about now. Um, yeah. <laughs> You know, I must admit, wow. for me, Carrie Fisher probably hit me harder than any of the others. And and 
that struck me as a little strange because I knew something about her. I knew, you know, I knew kind of a little more about her, her childhood and her upbringing and, and some of the, you know, the craziness that went on from um, just being enormously successful and enormously popular in Hollywood as a teenager, you know. Um, so, you know, I knew a little bit about her factually, but I, did, I didn't know her. You know, she wasn't, she was no kind of a relationship with me. Um, and yet, you know, the news probably hit me harder than some of the other celebrity deaths this year. And, and you know, I, I think what it is, is I think partly she was a very, well, I mean, she was, you know, undoubtedly a very strong woman. Like the, the way she presented herself was just uncompromising and unflinching and, and just honest. Like she was just out there and honest and, and really didn't give two shits what people thought about her. Um, and I, and I loved that. Um, and I, and I think for me, because of that, she was almost a mother figure. Like she was very, you know, if, if you could pick a mother figure, you, you could do a lot worse than Carrie Fisher, I would say. Um, and and I think as well, you know, being I'm a father of two daughters, and seeing the impact that her her roles and, and her being a role model have had on on young girls growing up, and and when you look at even Star Wars today, you know the the different landscape, you know, you've got female leads, you've got female her- heroines in it, compared to back in the day when it was a male dominated industry, um, it, it's very powerful and. and you know, I, I think from a, and therefore from a personal level and from a, you know, a kind of a career level, it's it's a huge, huge loss and completely unexpected as young as she was. Absolutely. You know, I remember watching Star Wars back when I was, um, the very first Star Wars, I was 13. So yeah, do the math and tell how old I am. And I was blown away by, as far as I was concerned, she saved them so many times in that movie. And I wasn't used to it back then, the woman being so in charge like she was and and I you know that whole part into the garbage chute fly boy I was going look at her awesome so yeah that that whole positive strong woman you know um role that's carried on down to you know just even to Rogue One you know it's I loved it she just set this standard and you're right, she did so in her private life, too, coming out, uh, talking about how she was bipolar, and uh, she, she called herself mentally ill, but she was there to to open your eyes to other people who are, who have hidden it uh, like she did for the longest time. So, um, yeah, she was an advocate, and, and she just didn't sit on her butt. She could have. She was rich enough. But instead, she uh, she came out and she she spoke out against things, and I I admire her for that. So yeah, um, she also worked to get people talking about mental illness and addiction. Uh, Titus Lucas is saying in the chat room, yeah, and one of the things I I and so many greatly admire about her. And man, it's it's gonna as soon as I watch A New Hope or or any one of those three, or even Force Awakens again, because I haven't, um, but you know, because today. I, I stayed home from work today, and I, I could have sat home and watched one of the Star Wars movies, but I was like, nah, I think it's too fresh, and I, I don't. I think this would just be a big cry fest uh, today yeah, if, yeah. if I watched something with her. So, Yeah, I you mean, know, I was even looking up some quotes for this show, and, and there was one that just oh, gets me every time I look at it. It's, she said, and this was a while back, she said, um, while the place that I've arrived at in my life may not precisely be everyone's idea of heavenly, I could swear sometimes I can hear angels sing. And, uh, oh, yeah. wow. But, you know, for me, I, I loved 
some of the stuff that she said about body shaming because she took so much shit from the media when she came back into Force Awakens and, and you know, all these stupid comments about did she age well and did she not? And, and she made so many comments about, um, you know, how it's just genetics and it's just the luck of the draw. And, and you know, she's she just basically told people to go fuck themselves if they didn't like it. And, and I love that about her. She did. She did. I loved it. She, uh... <laughs> In fact, there was one quote where it was basically <laughs> "go fuck yourself" or something. Like that. I thought it was almost verbatim that. So good on her. You know, her. she said um, yeah. famously, and there was a photo of her doing the interview, just giving the middle finger to anyone who cared. And she said famously, "What I didn't realize back when I was this 25-year-old pinup for geeks was that I had signed an invisible contract to stay looking the exact same way for the next 30 or 40 years. Well, clearly, I've broken that contract." Duh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Good honor, good honor. Yeah, I think Pug's got some quotes from her. Uh, well, just some, some of her more famous lines. And uh, I didn't realize he had loaded these, and he was testing them before the show. And I heard them, and I went, oh, oh, okay. I wasn't quite ready for that, but I'm, I'm yeah. so happy to hear them. You know, now that I think about it. So yeah, I guess he'll be peppering the conversation with those at, at, at the right time. Sure, I only have a few. I didn't. I didn't want to load up on more Star Wars after last week. After last week, it's so funny because we were talking about uh, palpitations and and Star Wars. You know, it's in fact that was our whole show last week. So um, yeah, it's just the timing with everything is. I think the universe is trying to give us all a great big message, and um, you don't have to agree with me. I mean, we talk politics or religion or, or the lack thereof. It's all all opinion for me. So you don't have to believe it, but I, personally, I feel like we're all supposed to pay, excuse my language, we're all supposed to fucking pay attention and and be more aware of stuff around us. I don't know. I just feel like that's the message. Yeah, and you know what? I, I feel like um, you, you said something to me earlier on, which was really just, just hammered home to me, um, that you've got to be careful how you view the year. And, you know, 2016... You can't debate the fact that it's been a bit of a shit show. You know, there's been just horrifying things happening in a ton of ways. But you can't blame the year, and you've got to be careful how you go into 2017 in that if, you know, one bad thing happens in January, you don't write the year off as being another shit show because you'll end up reaping what you sow, you know. And and there's a lot of positive stuff to balance out the badness that we've seen this year, and we've got a ton of examples of... You know, why Why 2016 may not have been as bad as, as we remember it just because of these kind of raw emotions from some of the immediate things that have happened over, you know, the last weeks or months. Um, <clears throat> but you, you've got to be careful about uh, the kind of stuff that you project out there because uh, it's going to come back at you. Okay, okay. You've touched on something that I, even if I start coughing in the middle of this rant, um, which I apologize for. Uh, I, I have to. I have to say something about that. I posted not not just you know several several days ago. I, I was I was I made a post saying something about. I know that we've all been through a lot in 2016. A lot of a lot of less than happy things have happened. But just like you said, I I was saying you can't blame it on the year. It's life. Life is not confined to just this year and, you know, 365 days, and then it magically stops and becomes something wonderful. Now, before you start, you know, writing in that, yes, but people tend to measure things by a timeline. I know, don't patronize me. I understand that. 
all my life. One of the things I, I was referring to when I said the universe wants us to pay attention is because I don't think we've suffered so many beloved celebrity deaths in one year. So people tend to take that, they want to blame something, they want to be angry at something. It's easy to be angry at something that's not going to talk back to you, a calendar, a 2016, okay? But like you said, and I wholeheartedly believe, energy begets energy, and if you're saying, one of the first things you say when you get up in the morning is, I'm going to have a shitty day. Well, what do you think your chances are of having a great day? Let's be real here. So now people are hoping, and I understand it, people are hoping that magically when the clock strikes midnight, wherever they are, that we will all get a fresh chance. And I understand that. No one said don't grieve for everybody that we lost. No one said don't grieve for what's hurt you in 2016 and no one said not to have hope with the stroke of midnight what i'm saying is with that you got to be really careful about placing all your hopes on a calendar day because life still happens and it doesn't mean that if somebody else that's beloved passes away at you know in the first week of january that we all have to go and now declare January as a crappy year. Because guess what? Energy begets energy. And if you keep looking at things that way, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come true. You're going to reap what you sow. So that's all I'm saying out there. I'm saying we should be more aware and say, okay, this is a really tragic thing. A lot of tragic things happened. But guess what? We survived 2016, knock on wood. Okay? And, and we had good days. We had... Let's say 60 days of celebrity deaths. What about the other 305 days of the year? Were they all horrible? So why should you condemn a year, an entire year, because of a lot of bad things that happened? So it's just think on that before you open your mouth and, and already project bad energy on something. Because like I said and like Simon said, you set it out there and you're going to walk right into that kind of energy. Just be aware of that. So I'm going to stop ranting. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I must admit as well, for me, um, I, found, I found 2016 to be a pretty introspective year where I, I've spent a lot of time thinking about the way that I approach things by what I find important personally. You know, and it, it's been, I, I don't know why, why I've suddenly come to... This junction, maybe it's an age thing, but uh, yeah, but whatever. Um, I put a lot of thought into, you know, what, what's important and, and the, the way that I react to certain situations. And I talked about this a little, I think, last week or the week before. Um, and, it, and it's very Star Warsy. You know, everything seems to come back to Star Wars. But the fact that whatever junction you're at in your thought process, that you know, you're given a chance to react to something, and your reaction can either be creative energy or destructive energy. It can be positive energy or negative energy, and that that's always a choice you have. And the the negative energy is so easy to come out. It's so easy to just go down that path of least resistance and go along with hatred, with anger, with fear, with doubt. You know, wh- whatever it is. You know, it's um, it's so easy to default into that mode. Um, and, and I'm thankful to know a lot of people who don't, you know, who are very optimistic, positive people. And I, and, I, and I, it kind of, <clears throat> you know, it's easy to be skeptical and say, hey, they're just optimistic people. That's how they function. But you know what? 
I don't think anyone is. I think people just go on fighting the good fight every single day. That they get up and they they feel as shitty as everybody else, and they just fucking man up and get out there and get on with it. And <clears throat> you know that, that, that's why I've always kind of rebelled against this whole idea. And I'm going to get onto real life superheroes in a minute, but uh, of the fact that there are certain people out there who are naturally altruistic. You know, they're they're almost the opposite of a sociopath. They care too much about other people. Maybe there are, but I'm definitely not one of them. I get up like everybody else thinking, I don't even want to get out of bed today. And yet, you know, you, you have to. You have to man up and get out there and make a difference. Um, or woman up is probably more, more common these days. Um, but you know what? To me, that whole thing of positive energy and negative energy, you, you, you've, got to, you've got to cherish what's left to you. You know, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know if you're going to be around, if your loved ones are going to be around, and you've got to cherish the people around you. And I kind of feel, to a lesser extent, that's true of celebrities as well, that, you know, we don't know whether artists or actors or musicians are going to be around. And it's so easy to badmouth the new Metallica album because it's not, you know, it's not Ride the Lightning or Justice for All. And, you know, mm-hmm. badmouth Rogue One because it's not Episode Four and, there's, you know, it's not perfect and there are things you would have done differently. But you know what? We're so fucking lucky that... The musicians that we liked as kids are still out there doing music today. I mean, you know, aside from people like Leonard Cohen, who another one taken from us this year, and Bowie and Lemmy and George Michael. But you know, the people we have around should be cherished, and you can't you can't beat people up for not being who they were twenty, thirty years ago, or for not being as perfect as you want to be. Uh, you know, either you like their stuff and you cherish it for for just being there, for having the opportunity to listen to it. Or you don't, and and you know, but vote yourself out. Don't don't badmouth an artist's creations because it's not as perfect as you want. Here, here, man, Absolutely. we're doing soapboxes early this episode. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's the end of the year, and 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 we we, I don't know, this whole year has brought out. I've seen so much polarization, and I've seen a lot of expression, uh, especially on Facebook, because that's the that's the big soapbox area that we have. And, and I think that the things that you and I are touching are just, it, it's a product of uh, having to see all this stuff and never having said anything about it really before. So it's the end of the year. Might as well get it out now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's she and, said. Uh, you know what, sometimes oh, I feel like we, my God. When, when we're on our soapboxes like this, we must seem like those two old guys from the Muppets that sit there in the balcony. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's good. Statler and Waldorf, I love them. They're fantastic. They're so great. But, yeah, so, well, like, you know, along with our soapboxing, we we are very excited about, you know, the the things that we have to look forward to and and the good things that happened this year. So many good things happened this year, too. I mean, we just had an outreach, our our fourth annual, four years, guys. We've been doing it four years. Uh, these these warmer winter outreaches here in uh, San Francisco, and even if you think San Francisco is not that cold, well, if you're from the Bay Area and you're really cold, um, you know here it's probably because you're not used to uh, the cold anywhere else in the country. And when it starts getting into the you know 30s here for us, that's that's super cold. Um, but we were able to give out. Um, a hundred burritos, bean and cheese burritos, warm bean and cheese burritos last week, and coats and and uh, water and um, gosh, what blankets and sweaters and 
made a lot of people happy and we're really, really happy that we, we could do that. So that was one good thing that happened in um, 2016. Yeah, really we have awesome. a lot. Yeah, we have well, a lot. We, but we, anyway. Um, talking about outreaches, we, we have um, just, you know, and I, and I think it comes back to consistency. We talked about this, God, forever ago on a show where uh, – the, 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 our mantra was consistency, consistency, consistency. And we've been trying to do that in New York just by having outreaches every week, every Thursday, even if it's just a couple of people turn up and we hand out a couple of packs, you know, as long as we do it. And, um, you know, we may not have been that vocal on social media, but we've been out there every single week. And um, right. we've, had, we've had people who there, – there's a friend of mine who runs a, a gym in, in the town I live in. Um, I, I didn't even tell her I was doing this stuff, but she started gathering supplies for us. And every week she sends me a message saying, there's another box, there's another box. And every week I go down and collect this stuff. And I, in my basement where I am now, I've got like a little fort made out of homeless supplies. <laughs> I'm just surrounded <laughs> with, we've got so many. And and that that's amazing. Like we're, we're now getting to the point where we have more supplies than we have the ability to get those out onto the streets. And we're looking at other means of, you know, getting them to homeless shelters and things like that. So, you know, for us, not only we're we still doing it, but the operation has stepped up considerably. Right, right. I love that. And I love how um, it's the consistency is there. And I'm seeing, speaking of consistency, I'm seeing that there are in the real life superhero world. By the way, did we ever mention who we are or why we're talking about real life superheroes? No, but I think we you just volunteered yourself to do it. Oh, great. Right. <laughs> you be quiet, Night Dog. There, there, there's a. Okay, there there is a, a group of people out there that are called uh, that call themselves or are called by the media like like we are um, real life superheroes, and the reason we're called that is because it's easier to explain than extreme altruistic person who likes to dress up in costumes once in a while and and do good things for their community. It's easier to say, yeah, we try to act like real life superheroes. We know we don't have superpowers. We know that, you know, we can't leap over buildings in a single bound unless you're a spider from uh, New York, our friend who is a parkour artist. Yeah, then he can pretty much leap over buildings in a single bound. But anyway, um, but what we do know that we can do is uh, we have the, the, the power to give a damn when, like like Spectre was saying earlier today, we just stay in bed. We don't have to do all this. I got to stay in bed this week. And it was Christmas Eve when we did that outreach, you know. And and I didn't have to do anything, but we wanted to because no one else is doing this stuff, you know. Um, so we. You know, do what, I've, I've got to yeah. I've got to jump in there actually because something yeah. happened to me today which blew my mind about just the um, random acts of kindness and the impact they can have, right? So I, I read about Carrie Fisher, and, and I'm just feeling like dog shit, and I'm supposed to be going out mm-hmm. and doing something with my kids, and I just mm-hmm. basically bail on it, and I go back to bed, and I lay there kind of pretending I'm asleep when I'm just laying there feeling like dog shit. And, um, and I hear a knock at the front door, and I go down, open the front door, and the mailman gives me a box, and it says, to the New York Initiative from the California Initiative. And I open this box, what? and uh, it's a jar, like a tin of the best fudge in the world. <laughs> like the most wait, wait, wait. That just got there? It just got there today? Yeah. And, uh, but you know what's I mean, funny? I, I don't know if you could have told – okay, everybody. We, we, the, the California Initiative, we, we love our initiative branches, of which there are nine 
So we sent them all fudge except for one branch that's vegan. So we sent them mixed nuts because, you know, you are what you eat. But anyway, um, it's funny because we sent one to to the U.K., and it got there last week, and yours just got there today. Is that weird? That's it so is. odd. Uh, timing so. could not have been more perfect. And I'll tell you what, no, it, it doesn't it doesn't fix things, but eating fudge definitely improves your, uh, your outcome. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for we're, we're You're welcome. We're very, very happy. We sent them all on the same day. That's really funny. It gets to you the last. That's that's ah. That's hilarious. So, yeah, no, 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 yeah, you know, we love you guys, and, and okay, so we'll use that as an example, you know, do something no one expects, and, and you never know what ripples you're going to start, because these people that we're giving coats to, they were, they were really cold, and they were really hungry, and, and yet they're trying to, you know, help us carry things, they're trying to, one time we did this, and one guy tried to give us ten dollars to help with supplies next time. And you know very well that was one of his last ten bucks, and and yet you don't want to take it, but you do take it because you don't want to insult them. And you know you turn around and you put it back into more homeless supplies, stuff like that. So anyway, that's what what we do, and we started this radio show. Uh, to try to help other people um, become superheroes or live a superhero life uh, by living a happier, safer, healthier life. So that's what uh, Heroes 101 Radio is all about. And normally I'm not this downbeat, but I am sick as a dog. Like I <laughs> so, um, And besides that, my co-host's voice is, is much nicer to listen to than mine, so um, I'm kind of letting him take the lead. But uh, we're supposed to talk about lists and get stopped. Playing the Hulk sad music, Nightbug. That's, oh my God. <laughs> we're sad because you're sick. No, we're not. Well, I'll be fine. I'll be okay. So, you know what? I, I've got to throw out there um, random acts of kindness and just being a, a, an anonymous superhero. Um, I was blown away by some of the recent news about George Michael. So, I mean, first of all, George Michael, incredibly sad, passing away. And um, I still don't think we know what happened, but honestly, I kind of feel it's irrelevant. You know, when, whenever anyone's passed, yeah. what does it matter? I mean, everyone likes to dig and come up with their hypotheses, but whatever. But he, the, the secrets that have come out about him since, he was such a, um, a giver. You know, so some of the stories, like he, he went to a, uh, a bar and just bought a couple of drinks and left a 5,000-pound tip to the barmaid because wow. she was talking to him about how she was a student nurse. And he just wanted her to be successful, so wanted to basically pay off her tuition fees. So just left her a five-grand wow. tip. Um, gave millions of dollars to children's charities, LGBT charities, cancer charities. I mean, and every single one of it was um, sworn to be anonymous for the duration of his life. So it's only after he passed away that they're allowed to actually reveal that he he oh was you know, such a charity giver. And you know, and, wow. and again, it doesn't balance out the fact that we lost him as an artist. But holy crap! I mean, what a way, you know, what, what a way to live your life, in, and in secret as well. No praise forever. No um, praise awesome until until he passed away. Wow. Oh, uh, speaking of New Year's, we've got Titus Lupus in the chat room, which you guys can join. All you have to do is log in. Create. It takes two seconds. Well, literally two minutes to create a chat. You know, a profile. And then you can join us in the chat room. And in there, Titus Lupus is saying, on New Year's night, I turn it into a ritual where I remember all the bad that has happened, 
let it go, vow to work on being better and not taking things and people for granted in the new year. Then remember all the good things. That's uh, that's the way to do it. I love that. Um, we've done something similar in past it sounds, years. What sounds you more okay. positive than, um, than watching fucking drunk celebrities in Times Square. I, 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 I kind of like that. Oh, idea. my gosh. Yeah. Now, you know, we're going to do this year, we decided today that we're going to have a uh, – what is it? Beloved and departed uh, New Year's party. We're just we're gonna have you know some of our musician friends are gonna come over. We'll break out some karaoke. See, that's why you need to live closer, Specter. But anyway, yeah. um, and and we're just you know we're inviting anybody if you want to dress like because we have people who love to dress up. So if you want to dress like any of your favorite celebrities that have departed, or if you want to sing one of their songs or watch their clips, or bring a dish that, like David Bowie, I didn't know that one of his favorite dishes ever was shepherd's pie, so you can be sure Maybe there'll be some of that, that That's here. all of our favorite dishes. That's pretty There you go. That, that's why I'm going to make some for that night, but that's what we're doing on New Year's Eve, because we just we want to be with other people who loved and, and remember everyone, so um, yeah, it'll be... That'll be an interesting and 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 at midnight, I like Titus Lucas's uh, idea of everybody just thinking about anything that they want to set on fire, and I think we should just create a little bonfire in the back. And here you go, throw it all in there and let it all go. That'll be it. So that's an awesome. Yeah. You know, we used to do a thing where we used to um, send up <clears> those um, those lanterns, the ones that you light, and they oh. kind of float up into the sky. The sky. Yeah. That was always, and we used to do it for when, like, a relative had passed away or something, and it was kind of our tribute, sending it up into the sky. That was, uh, yeah, that was pretty, pretty powerful as well. That's a a pretty neat idea. Now, how do you keep them from coming down and burning anything? Oh, you know. (laughs) No, no, I always wanted to know, because I love those things, and I'm thinking. uh, I don't think you do. Like, I had one that ended in a neighbor's tree and just set the tree on fire. Like, I I don't think there's any secret recipe there. I think the the important thing is to be drunk enough that you don't care and just just let it like whatever. It's just a tree. It's just a house. It's just a dog. Yeah, it'll be fine. It's it's the the cycle of life, the circle of life, rather. (laughs) Start singing songs from the. I should be on Nyquil or something so I can you know just that would make this really interesting. We could start singing Lion King songs and and. Bugs looking at me like I've lost my mind. It's, it's, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, what what are you know what we we had people call. Oh, we've got a couple callers on the line. So Ooh, uh, yeah, we should probably let some other people talk. We've we've kind of been babbling on long enough, maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a radio show, and if we're quiet, it's kind of what not we do. Very fun. <laughs> this, this okay, is here's, here's the number. No one tell us to shut up. I know exactly. That's, that's, I got a microphone, and I will. Oh, anyway, uh, uh, the call-in number is three four seven three two six nine eight two seven. You know, we're going to be asking you. I don't know. You can share your whatever New Year's list with us. You can declare something now because we will go back in two months and go, hey, 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 whatever happened to that? You swore that you were going to do this. And you did. And and that's how we ended up at the Warrior Dash one time. You said you were going to join us on the radio show, Spectre. And yeah. I'll be damned if a couple months later you didn't join us for a freaking Warrior Dash. Me and my so big mouth. I, you know. Yeah, yeah. So let's see how many other people have big mouths here. Let's see. What do we have? Uh, we've got a call here. You want to bring this one on? The that's good. Yeah. Okay, 315. 
You are on the air, oh. Care Bear. Who is it? Hey, I know that guy. Oh, How's we know going? that guy. I know who this is. This would be Impact of the Extreme Justice League. Hey, welcome, Impact. Your life superhero. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. That's Nightbug being an ass, so that's what he does. So. <laughs> How you doing? What do you want to talk about? With it's all New Year related, celebrity related, whatever you know. What you want to declare something? Do it, man. You got, um, the, you got the well. Honestly, the main reason I'm calling mm-hmm. in is because Bug asked me to, um, and I can't say <laughs> that face. Uh, I know. I know um, what you mean. It's trouble. Anyway, um, so I guess here's gonna be my random. Here's where I'm gonna randomly start. So I uh, just uh-huh. saw. Took my girlfriend to see Rogue One because she hadn't seen it yet, and that ending oh. after what happened today, oh, just oh. hit home so much more. Wait, wait, did you just see the it today? The, no, the second time. I was on the show last oh, week. Sec- remember? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. I saw okay, for a yeah, second so. time today. Wow. But, yeah, uh, with yeah. With the whole uh, spo- spoiler alert, with the whole. Um, you know, do you know what this is? Hope line, and yeah. whose face oh, my God. said it? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Spoiler alert! Sorry, guys. You know, we, we're probably going to spoil it for you if you haven't seen it yet. That's you know, we told you, but um, yeah, yeah. When you see that face, uh, you know what I had to do the next day? I had to go watch a New Hope because I just I I had oh, that, to, after that. You that's smart. To see more of her, you know. Yeah. Um, it hurts. Huh? We're all, this is the first time I think we've ever done a show where somebody has passed away that day that we all, that, that generally everybody loved. And so it's a lot of, we joke a lot, but there's a lot of grieving a lot today. And I'm, I'm glad that other people are online that, that care, you know, as much as we do. So, yeah. Yeah, because, anyway. I mean, aside from just being an amazing actress, like she's actually, Carrie Fisher's done a lot. She, you know, she's become the voice of, um, not really the voice, the face of kind of like mental illness, um, being, you know, a prominent actress with it. She's dealt with a lot of, you know, uh, body image issues, you know, having gained mm-hmm. weight and lost weight. Um, she's an amazing script doctor in Hollywood, like, which is a, kind of one of those things that isn't really known. Like, she goes and fixes everyone else's crappy movies. I can't remember any off the top of my head, but I've read a list on Cracked, and she's done a lot of, uh, She's made some of the classic movies of our time classics because of the work she's done. So, <laughs> yeah, she's she's. I forget if she attributes it to her or if it's attributed to Harrison. But that line about, I know she said it. Maybe she was talking about Harrison, but where they were saying, "Look, George, you can write this stuff, but you can't always that say was it." Harrison. That, that was Harrison, <laughs> I think. Yeah. One of my one of my favorite <laughs> things about her though, she talked about why um how George Lucas got her to not wear underwear under the dress and said, you know, in space you, there's no gravity and it makes things expand and then you get strangled by your underwear and she so she said she wanted her obituary to be Carrie Fisher died dr- um she drowned in moonlight strangled by her bra. <laughs> which I thought was really funny. <laughs> Put that thing away, you're 
same nice. sector. I'm sorry to be sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I think we're going to have to move on. As much as uh, as much as we love Carrie Fisher, I think we're going to end up on a on yeah. If we stay in that place, but so Impact, what what plans have you got for 2017? Any any huge goals that you want to share with us and get beholden to? Um, yeah, I guess um, the one big one I have as specifically as Impact as opposed to as Carter, the personal aspect. Um, it's to because I you know obviously I just moved to Mississippi. My goal is to, you know, kind of get everything moving again down here. I did my first handout over the weekend, which was awesome. And I got to really connect with a lot of the homeless around here, um, which just made me feel really good to be able to talk to them and, and uh, you know, making them feel like humans again. Um and I, and I want to continue that. I want to, I want to try and get more people involved down here. So that's, and, um, uh, sweetie pie from, uh, TMI. And I have talked about trying to get a meetup or a hope of people in like the whole Southeast region together. So those are like my, that's like my big RLSH goal for the year. Very cool. Nice. Uh, nice. That's I think we all pretty much share that same goal. <laughs> That's pretty much what, what we all aim to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. That that and go to uh, what was that you all said? You're go- we're all going to the Warrior Dash in April in in Los yeah. Angeles. Oh, that's that's an awesome goal. I love it. Let's all do yeah, that. And, and I would love I guess, to. I'm I'm going to be in LA in April for some other personal reasons. I don't I can't I don't think I can get the time off and the money to pay for that many trips out to LA that early on. Oh, Unfortunately, man. Wait, you're gonna be gonna there in April? It. Oh, that's like April first. I mean, I'm gonna be there for a wedding. Uh huh. And uh, so I don't Where's know if I can really to pull it off twice. To Hank, to Hank, you sure you can't just stay till the, I think the worry dash is April sixth. Don't think you can. I'm hang, pretty sure huh? that that kills all of my time off. That I, that oh, that's true. You did just get a new job, so you know, or new yeah. position. Why, yeah, why you moved? Well, you know what? We'll yeah. keep our fingers crossed. Well, it's still months away. You never know. You never know. It might that's be off. True. That's true. Yeah, yeah and I, I guess so, for those people who are listening to this, thinking, "What are you guys talking about?" So the Warrior Dash is a um, the Warrior Dash is a mud run, like a Spartan race, same, tough mudder, same kind of a deal, and. Um, there's a team that's been running, it'll now be five years, um, headed up by Miss Fit, who is an incredible person who um, is, uh, I, I don't even know where to start, amongst the other things, a professional bodybuilder, a Miss Olympia runner-up, I mean, but also a, a real-life superhero in so many ways in, in that she's, she's helped uh, tons and tons of kids with cancer and been involved in a, in a lot of other positive programs. Um, and as of June this year, we had we as a team, the Misfits for Life team, had raised uh, more than a hundred thousand dollars for kids with cancer for the uh, St Jude's Children's Hospital, which is basically equivalent to one year of chemotherapy, which could literally save a kid's life. So uh, that's that's worth being involved in, and worth and worth being seeing as a positive from 2016 as well. Yeah, exactly. A hundred thousand dollars. I told someone that the other day, and they went, "Wait, wait, wait. Did you did you say a hundred thousand? I went, "Yeah, a hundred thousand dollars. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome. Just 
Yeah, <laughs> I thought I'd throw that out there. Well, but yeah, if you guys want to join us, anybody can join us. We say this every time we're on uh, on the air and we talk about um, the Warrior Dash. We do it. We try to do it every year, and usually we do it in, in California. The last couple of years, we've done it in uh, a team started up in in was it North Carolina, North Carolina, and then uh, or was it South Carolina? Anyway, one of the Carolinas, and it was. We also did one in Tennessee. So, uh, but we're coming back round again to Los Angeles this year, and uh, you want to join a, a really cool group of people that feels like family forever after. Not even kidding. Um, then, then just contact us. We always put links up, so everybody's welcome. So yeah. So so. All right. Impact. On that note, I actually have to get going. Oh wait, unless oh, I got time for one more. What is it? No, 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 no. I was going to ask you uh, um, maybe a favorite moment. Uh, from 2016? Um, probably Hope this year. Um, and getting my match. We're, we're, we're really up there. That was exciting, um, partially because I didn't expect to get either until mm-hmm. like a week beforehand when X told me that I'd be get, we'd do the badging uh, or the patching out there, and I did not expect the badge at all. So that was pretty awesome. Nice. That is cool. Nice. We'll um, see. See that's a that's a positive thing that uh, that came out of 2016. Project Hope will talk yep. more and about. And after a long time, I got a. And and after a long time, I finally got a job. So that was pretty awesome too. So. That is awesome. That's yeah. fantastic. Yes. Always a good thing. Always a good thing. Um, but thank you for coming on. We appreciate that. It sounds like you got to go. So get going, and then you can hear the rest of it in thank archive. Because we're because you are probably going to talk about you once you're off here. You know, you know, well, good. We'll I'll talk about listen you. Listen back to hear what you say. There you go. And then, <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Have my a good dear. one, guys. Have a good Take one. Take care, man. Bye. Bye. We've got so, Rook, another caller. I, I, just had, uh-huh. I just had the – hey, Rook, so I, I just had the craziest thought. Um, mm-hmm. Project Hope, which if people don't know what it is, it's a huge homeless outreach program in San Diego that mm-hmm. coincides with the San Diego Comic-Con every year. Um, where yep. a bunch of yep. real-life superheroes get together and have done for for years now and give out a lot of supplies to the homeless who really, really need them. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, that just suddenly hit me in the forehead, the word hope and a new hope and Carrie Fisher. Why not dedicate mm-hmm. next year's hope to Carrie Fisher and have Princess Leia on the uh, on the hope stuff? I guess uh, I don't know whether we'd be allowed to do photos by copyright, but, man, that would be... Uh, Carrie Fisher-themed hope would be pretty damn cool. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. And I don't know of one person who wouldn't be for it, uh, you know, on the hope, uh, you know, just the group of people who, who get hope together, which is why, uh, which is, you know, just pretty much the same people. It's been the same people for seven years. So um, this is our seventh year, by the way. So uh, that's a great idea, uh, you know, hope. That's it. That'd be perfect. So I, I, uh, I we I definitely have. I mostly love the idea of probably like a thousand people dressed up as Princess Leia walking around San Diego giving out sandwiches to the homeless people. But uh, maybe that's <laughs> me. Uh, that's uh, no, that's pretty awesome. Various, various different Princess Leias, you know, different different outfits for Princess Leia. Speaking of hope, I know there's somebody on on hold right now who um, has wanted to make it to hope for a few years. So maybe. Uh, this might be the year. Let's let's bring them on. Cool. Area code two five three. You're live, and I know who this is. 
I think Skyman, you there? Here. Hey, welcome, Hi, Skyman. This is Skyman, another real-life superhero that just happens to uh, <laughs> that happens to be in the community that we were speaking of earlier. Hey, Sky, what's up? Oh, just wanting to wish everybody a happy new year. And, you know, I really wanted to bitch, piss, and moan about 2016, but, Rock, you've got me to change my mind about it. It wasn't that <laughs> horrible of a year. <laughs> sure, no, we've had a lot of sure, we've had a lot of awesomely horrendous national politics stuff happen, but you know, there are good things about 2016. There, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and I saw a lot of your posts where, you know, good things did happen, you know, so you're right. It's, it's like, and really, and like I said, it's not to devalue anybody's grieving or anybody's anger, you know, during the whole year, because we've been through enough of that ourselves. We know, you know, we're right there with you. It's just that if we keep, you know, complaining about, complain about it, but be careful what you say. We don't want 27 to be full of bad energies just because something we bad happens. We don't want to change 2017, man, because I got some big plans for next year. There you go. There you go. You see what I'm saying? So. Um, uh, speaking of big plans, since we're asking people to um, to give us their, uh, uh, you know, go ahead and declare something because that way it's it's out there. It's out there in the universe, you know what I mean, first of all, and then it's out there among your peers who can probably help you attain whatever goal, whatever it is you put out there, you hope for yourself for 2017. What are you going to try well, to do this year? I put it out there on my Facebook page a while ago, but... My goal for next year is to do some traveling. And how I, I want to travel, I want to meet all the real-life superheroes that I can meet. I have a goal of making it to Chicago in April for Chicago Hope 2017. And I'm just like, I want to tour the country. I have some funds coming in that will allow me some freedom for once. And, you know, I'm going to take advantage of that and... I'm going to make it like Skyman uh, Sky World Tour, but just in America. I'm taking my <laughs> show on the road, man. That's, That's the awesome. way to do it. it, it you know what? It, it's, uh, we took our second trip across the country this summer um, by road because that's the best way to meet tons of people. And, and I've got to tell you, can't recommend it enough. It's it's a great way to meet people, and um, man, the memories you'll make, Sky. That's that meeting people well, in real I life. Think I'm an experientialist is uh, the philosophy. It's more about having the experience than collecting the stuff in life, and I believe that wholeheartedly. I mean, I just went through the process of putting my dad into an adult family home. I kind of lost a place to live and all that and a lot of material possession. But looking back on it, it's all just stuff. Why That's have a apartment full of stuff when you could have an album full of pictures and people you've met and experience? That's what I'm I wanting agree. for 20 Yeah, well, I could be Great. We can all have, we can all be part of the consumerist culture that America has bought into and that we've spread across through our globalization, but 
I think it's more about, you know, what you do instead of what you have. You're not your khakis. You're not your khakis. Right. No, it's the truth, Scott, because, you know, when you're sick and, 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 you know, when you can't get around and, and get to uh, the shopping center to, to buy whatever it is, you know, you sit around and you have, you're just left alone with your thoughts. Um, if you're on your desk, you're left alone with your thoughts. What are your thoughts going to be of? Are they going to be of those khakis? Are they going to be of, of the awesome experiences you had and the wonderful people and how they made you feel? You know, you know what it's going to be. So I think the road trip or, you know, however you're getting around traveling, a great idea. You got to come. You got to try to make it here. To you're not that far from from uh, San Francisco. Well, I got, I plan on starting with the I five corridor, man. There you go. There you go. That's the way to do it. On all the way to San Diego, and I got people in Texas that really want to see me. My uncle has been dying to see me for years. And he's getting up there in age and reaching points of senility, so I'd like to hang out with him before he loses it all. I think now's the time, right? Yeah, definitely. Exactly. I mean, freedom, I'm still debating on what I did was the right decision or not, but you know, some decisions you can't undo in life, and this is one of them for me. There you go. There you go. If you make it to Chicago, you definitely have to meet up with our our, uh, our brother in um, uh, in the Chicago in the Illinois initiative, and that's he's one of the sweetest people you could ever hope to meet. Uh, Tree Song Tree is his Song. name. You know Tree Song. Yeah. Tree Song. I met him at uh, Superheroes Anonymous two in Portland, Oregon, in 2010. He was really? one of the most in the world. But the thing that impressed me about Tree Song, that's his actual legal name on his driver's that license. Tree Song. I had him pull it out and show me and I was just floored the rest of the day. Yeah. Isn't it isn't it perfectly fitting for him? He's so calm and just so centered and, and you know, Tree Song is perfect. Just like Thomas Strange is the real name of our guy in uh, Boston, the Boston Initiative, that's his real name, and he's married to a doctor, so her name is Dr. Strange. Doctor Don't you love Strange. it? Love it. I, call, I <laughs> called him Dr. Strange when I first introduced myself, and he's like, no, no, that's my wife. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> it's absolute. It's, it's perfect. We love him. She's got Dr. Strange's uh, origin card. It's, it's a comic strip, right? Yeah. Tattooed on her arm. Pretty, pretty awesome. That's a fan. So uh, I'll throw in, we were talking real-life superheroes. Um, I've been kind of impressed with the uh, not-so-real-life superheroes recently and the way they've reacted to 2016. And, you know, when you think about a lot of the criticisms recently of 2016 are political. You know, it's the Brexit in Europe, it's Trump in the U.S., it's, you know, hate crimes sadly on the rise, and it, it paints a very dismal picture. But what astounds me is the reaction of people to it. You know, real people have been out there wearing safety pins, standing up for the little guy. Um, in the media, uh, DC Comics have gone all out. So, um, go, and, and, you know, just thinking about the major shows, so you've got Gotham, right? So uh, there, there was a, a major character, a major villain who came out as gay this, this season. 
and is incredibly conflicted and, and you know, really handling in the, in the way that, that a teenager... Was spotline, even though we saw it coming, it was on the horizon, it was still a shock. Yeah, it was to me. It really was a shock. Um, and then, and, you know, and, but what I like is they've got kind of a variety. So you look on Supergirl, one of the, the female leads is struggling with, with sexual identity, and she's not, in fact, as far as I've watched it, she's not openly gay at this point, but there's a character who is. And, and, and again, you know, if you're a teenage kid watching this, not only does it give you validation and a point to identify with, but it gives you kind of something to talk to your peers about. And, uh, you know, in and, and probably one of the hardest points of a kid's life, um, you know, what I love the most, though, in, in DC Comics and their, their kind of crazy New Age media is um, on Arrow, there's a, a guy there who's, you know, the Lucius Fox of Arrow's world. Um, and he's just a normal man, but he just happens to be gay. He's got a husband. He feels bad about lying to his husband about working for the Arrow and being late for dinner and all the normal stuff that a married couple do. He just happens to be a gay man. There's nothing kind of remarkable about it at all. His favorite all-time character is Mr. Terrific. <laughs> Go on, then. No, uh, all about fair play, man. He has it on the side of his jacket, and I've always loved the Justice Society of America. They're cool guys, the colors, you know. They actually promote what a superhero should look like, in my opinion. Yeah, yep. <laughs> we could all do it a bit more fair play in this day and age. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Being on uh, Legends of Tomorrow, that was an awesome story arc. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the Belanti versus killing it. Um, so I could ask, going back to real life superheroes, um, some of the stuff that we've talked about that were the negatives of 2016, obviously the, the celebrity deaths, there's just not much we can do about. But some of the, the stuff I was just talking about, hate crimes and public safety, um, where do you guys think the real life superheroes can play a part and where should they play a part in, in that, this kind of a scenario? Is it, and is it any more different from previous years? I think it's completely different from previous years in that, and this is one of the things I was hoping uh, that, you know, our group personally, because we've already gone above and beyond um, where, when it comes to homeless outreach. We do that so often in so many of our branches that, you know, it's, it's effective and people know us. We love it. You know, they look for us. But I think in light of everything that's happened this year, um, that, that as a group that we address, hate crimes more by by doing things together and, and I think the real life superhero community needs to come together to do this as well and doing things more in the public eye that focuses on fighting against hate crimes standing up against hate crimes not just oh I'm going to walk down the street and I'm going to um, you know I'm going to defend whoever I see out there. That's wonderful. But if there's more of a focus on we're together and we will, we will stick up for you, but we will especially stick up for those who are, and yes, this is, this is making um, one more, well, I don't want to say important than the other, but it is putting more emphasis because it's needed now more than, than ever on, on a certain type of crime. So whereas, because we have tons of friends in the LGBT community who are contacting us, we have classes lined up after the new year, class after class for for um, free self-defense because they don't feel safe because of things that have already transpired since the election, you know, where, where they're more targeted now um, just out in the open. 
So um, I, I think that the real life superhero community can make a big dent and give a huge message to the general public that, hey, we call ourselves real life superheroes and we're going to address this because if we're going to be the ones who try to bring justice to the world, if we're going to be the ones who try to keep the world balanced, then the hate crimes are way out of control and we need to, to speak up and, and target those hate crimes in any way that we can. And that's another rant. I'm sorry. I was expecting that. And less of the hate. Yeah, less of the hate. So, uh, yeah, I, I, if anything, it's just that if anything, I mean, like I said, the the when you come out as after six years and people are going, what, you know, how where does she come off saying this stuff? I've been watching this stuff for six years. I wrote a book. Um, and the first thing you do when you come out as a superhero is you want to take on the drug dens and you want to take down drug lords and you see yourself being someone's gigantic hero, <laughs> you know, in the middle of the night. And well, Sky laughs and he knows because he's seen it too. very well, does it? No, not at all, right? So what, what it really boils down to after a couple of years or so, you see if these people stick around, these gung-ho guys, they stick around, they realize that it's mostly – outreach to the community and if you're consistent and persistent then you team up with your and a lot don't do this you team up with your um um your civic leaders you know you team up with your community emergency response teams you team up who really are there in times of emergency for the whole community uh and then uh, you team up with your local police department and you volunteer with them and and other civic leaders so, One of the great um, things I took part in in 2016 was partnering with a good friend of mine who's a down-low mm-hmm. real-life hero, and we went to our city council, we presented this idea, and the idea blossomed. People took it upon themselves to make it an event, and we now have celebrated Friendship Day in Federal Way, Washington. Now, see, isn't that fantastic? Would you believe Friendship Day was a holiday started by the Hallmark gift card company? And when we contacted <sighs> Hallmark for their help, they didn't even know they had a holiday. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's what, see, well, and that, had, that, like, that happened in 2016, right? We had, I, we had frisbee toss. We had balloon making. It was an awesome day promoting unity, promoting friendship. Now that's fantastic. So, see now, can you imagine if uh, the the real life superhero community—I call it that for lack of a better term—if um, if the thousands that were there hiding in their parents' basement, wearing the hoodies and the goggles, were to come out <laughs> and, and actually get organized—yeah, exactly. Uh, if they were to actually get organized, you know, and and see where they're really needed. What what a strong message they would send, you know, like I said, to the public who, who you know, really don't know about us uh, when you think about it. They don't know that much. We're starting to come out little by little, but we're we're still just this underground, underground. It's still very much a niche movement. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, hopefully. there's more opportunities. RLSH to partner up with the cosplay community. Cosplayers do a huge event for charity. I mean, they're all over with charity. 
Yeah, that's very yeah, true. Well, yeah, a lot of the biggest cosplayers are from Star Wars Stormtrooper thing, yeah. and uh, Michael Wilson Night Mage out in Ohio is always promoting some kind of charity with his cosplay, and I just think cosplay would be an interesting route to go for RLSH and collaboration. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's uh, we were talking about that in another show with uh, with uh, this. Oh gosh, um, and and I'm I'm having a brain, you know, I don't want to say fart, but I'm gonna fart moment. And he was on our show, and he was huge. He's huge in the cosplay community. Um, the smoke, Moran. Eric. Eric the smoke Moran, huge in cosplay community. And uh, not just cosplay, but yeah, dude is awesome, and he does all kinds of charity, just like you said, that's his thing. So, um, yeah, that's a uh, you know, hopefully we'll we'll uh, we'll get the message out, and uh, in the hopes of inspiring others and, and getting others to join us next year. Um, oh, speaking of of good things that happened in 2016, we had a couple of good things. We had, God, we had, you know, we always have a yearbook at the end of the year. The initiative always has a yearbook we put out with all of the branches and, and everything that's happened. And We had some Anisha babies. We had Anisha babies, and we had um, – well, this is more along the lines of, of getting the public to know more. Uh, at the beginning of the year, we started the year off with a video mm-hmm. that was um, – that came out, and it went viral. It had over 2 million views. Um, we had a mini documentary, uh, just a small documentary done on us. Um, here in in San Francisco, and in three weeks. That's the AARP doc, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, from them, we got uh, different people saw that, and we got contacted by a whole bunch of other different people, including Vanity Fair. Talia did an article on the initiative, um, and then um, in three weeks, coming out uh, on. Um, People Magazine Inc. Is it People People Magazine? I don't know if that's the link. I have to check. But it is the um, most viewed online magazine in the world because it's Time Life and People. Um, they found us through that that AARP doc, and they did a piece on us um, in their 12-part series called American Doers. So uh, hopefully, you know, that gets the word out about more um, – to more people who've never heard of real life superheroes because we talked about the community in the doc and, you know, let them know that there are a whole bunch of really good people out there trying to do good things just like we were. So, um, we'll, we'll let you know when that comes out. Of course we will. Why wouldn't we? People magazine. Wow. Yeah. Time, time and people together, they, they teamed up and did this. So it's a, it's, it's an honor. We're pretty happy about it. Um, so hopefully it'll bring the real-life superhero community more recruits. That's that's our biggest hope, more recruits. We hope we inspire more people. Yeah, you know what, what you said earlier as well is <clears throat> we're not looking for people to be Batman. You know, we're not looking for people to go out there and physically fight crime and throw bad no. guys in jail. And if life was that simple, it would be pretty cool, but it's just not. And um but, you know, if we just had more people who were actually out there visibly helping others, you know, doing good deeds and, and, and you know, even just being there to stand up and, and in front of someone who's being racist or sexist or in whatever way bigoted towards a minority group, that's not okay. And, and to, you know, because the general public doesn't think that's okay, but 
it's just a lack of people standing up and saying that. It's definitely a lack. I mean, you see these videos, right? In a costume to stand up to that, I say all the more power to you. Exactly. (laughs) Definitely. Exactly. I I hate these videos that you see where someone's, and there's a few of them out there, uh, more than a few, unfortunately, where you see someone being the victim of of a hate crime. And and the thing that gets to me is, and this is the common, uh, just the part that angers me in, in all of them is that there are always people sitting there and no one says anything. No one stands up to the person who is committing the hate crime. And and to well, me... The guy that pulls out his camera phone to film it. Exactly, exactly. Why not, See, that? Why not get involved? Why exactly. Not See, that's why we are part of the real life superhero movement because we're the people who would. And and the unfortunate thing is, the sad thing is, like I said, the the, the majority of people out there, when faced with that that choice that they can make, either I can stick up for this person or I can remain silent. They they take the latter. They you know they're and to me, silence is complicity. If you're if you're quiet, that means that you are not outraged enough to stand up for what's going wrong at that moment, and that just makes me you're quiet. You actually agree with what's going on. You're approving of right, right. You're actually yeah, exactly, and that's that's infuriating to me. And it's just behavior. It is, and I hope that that we see more people sticking up for others, that if someone's going to post a video, that they're actually going to show this person standing up for the other person. You know, um, I want to see more of that in 2017. Yeah, that's, what is that famous quote? Uh, all, all it takes for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. That's, uh, that's pretty much where we are. That's there where we are right now. J. Robert Oppenheimer. As he said that, Oh, very good. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you're faster than me. <laughs> now, you know, I, I'm thinking that that, if, if anything, um, that is the one thing that, that we can hope to see more of in 2017 because I think that right now everybody's still a little shell-shocked at how things how things happened so quickly after the election. And, and really, is this really happening? Is this, you know, yes, it is. It's actually really happening. So now that people are getting over being shell shocked, hopefully in 2017 they'll come out of their, you know, whatever it is, their catatonic state, and actually say something. That's what I'm hoping. Fingers crossed on that one. Yeah, and and, and I, I truly believe that. And and I we're, we're going to have uh, on a future show. We had we had kind of a, an initial reactions to the election night from quite a vast cross section of, of really awesome guests who shared some kind of personal experiences. But uh, we're going to be recapping with them in January, and there's going to be a, a huge, uh, and in fact, Lisa, who is one of our guests that night, is going to be part of the, um, the uh, I think it's called the 100,000 Women on, on Washington or something, a march, but I'm oh, wow. not justice at all. But uh, but yeah, so there's going to be yeah they, they they've they've even tried to reclaim the word pussy after uh, Donald Trump's unfortunate outburst, um, and and they've created what are called pussy hats that are being uh, like little oh, pink hats that the, every single woman on this march is going to be wearing a knitted pink hat just to reclaim that word. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's I want to awesome. try so hard to get out there for that march. 
Um, I don't know if I can. Man. What's that, Sky? That's a way to stick it to the man. Yeah, really. Right. (laughs) I'm like, take uh, you're going to claim this word is yours? No, we're taking it back, and we're going to own it. Whoa. You know, uh, as soon as I heard that as well, uh, my first reaction was, do you think we can get the hats for the homeless? And uh, and we may may have an angle on that, but now I'm thinking there's going to be 100,000 homeless people in bright pink hats, which could be... (laughs)
Right, right. We're now though because I feel like we're at uh, risk of losing our one Midwestern listener who uh, probably dialed into the show by accident (laughs) anyway and was like, "What is Uh this? Why am I listening to this?" But I guess if, if you're one of those people who we've just depressed, um, going, I think Skyman will uh, say Skyman salutes and ha- Happy New Year to everybody. Thanks for letting <laughs> oh. us call in. Oh, thanks for joining Thank us, you man. for calling in, Sky. We appreciate the Happy New Year to you, too. We hope wonderful things happen for you in 2017. Be on the lookout for Skyman on the road. Looking forward to there it. There you go. Definitely. <laughs> Looking forward to it. <laughs> Skyman salutes. <laughs> Good night. Skyman. Right, take care. So, um, if, if you if you've been listening to this, thinking this was supposed to be a positive show, what, what you guys have just depressed me and made me more more reassured in my beliefs that the world's going to crap this year. Um, I've got a few positive <laughs> things to share, literally from the last twenty four hours. So, check out this number one, which blows my mind for a couple of reasons. Um, this is a uh, homeless shelter in Seattle, Washington. They woke up this morning and an anonymous donor had left outside um, freezer boxes full of 3,500 pounds of ribeye steak uh, with instructions Whoa. to Are you to the homeless. serious? 3,500 pounds of ribeye steak as well. It's a pretty good cut. Um, wow, so, that's uh, my favorite yeah. cut. So they exactly yeah I would have gone for some of that. So apparently uh, the homeless shelter picked them up, cooked them all up, and did a, a late Christmas dinner for 1,350 uh, families, homeless families, so children and and adults. Um, oh my gosh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, amazing, really altruistic. But where did you get 3,500 pounds at stake? Um, wow. You know what I, I also really maybe yeah really. <laughs> yeah, the cows that those aliens keep stealing. Um, but, you know, what also blew my mind was 3,500 pounds of steak fed 1,350 children and adults. That's a lot of steak each. That's nearly three pounds of steak each, which uh, that, that yeah. put a smile on my face, thinking uh, the homeless guy turns up at a soup kitchen expecting, like, some vegetable soup or, you know, which I'm sure isn't isn't half bad and gets three pounds of ribeye steak instead. I, I think that's pretty damn cool. Wow, that's awesome. Oh, God, it just smelled amazing there. I, I'm not a vegan, as you can tell. I, I love <laughs> steak, so. so that's great. What else you got? I love this. Yeah, so so imagine you're, you're hearing that thinking, yes, okay, it's probably just some posh, rich guy who had a ton of steak. Maybe he owned a beef farm. I mean, it's fine if you're rich. Uh, check this one out. So uh, a guy in in, Phil- in uh, Pennsylvania, um, a guy called Josh Catrick, um, going through a tough time, recently diagnosed with colon cancer and, and just literally on his first day of chemotherapy, um, comes home to get a, a voicemail to say that his local pizza company did a, a random poll of their, of their previous order of customers and selected him to win free pizza for a year. Um, which, man, I, I would be so fat if it was me. But Josh Catrick is much, much more, uh, much more clear thinking than I am. So he uh, he said, you know, I really appreciate it, but what I want to do is help the homeless community because I've been helped so much. So he gave away his free pizza for a year to the local homeless community, um, which amazing. No, even wow. more amazing. The pizza company heard about this and actually just doubled down on their deal um, and gave both the homeless shelter and this guy, Josh, free pizza for a year. So <laughs> they both got it wow. in the end. But 
Man, what a, They're great. What a story. That's fantastic. I mean, you know, giving it to the homeless, number one, and then the pizza plate people being so touched that, you know, God, paying it even more for it. That's wonderful. Love that. Hot meal for the homeless. I love that. Keep them coming. I love this. This is giving me back my hope. So I've just got one more, and this is literally all from the last 24 hours. Um, This is another Pennsylvania one in Philly. Um, Maybe there's something good going on in Philly. I guess the city of brotherly love, right? Um, Maybe that's what it is. Um, So literally today, uh, Fox 29 News, the local Fox News station uh, in Philly, um, they're parked up doing like a live live news report on some local events. And uh, a young boy, about seven years old, um, kind of sidles up to the camera and is kind of getting in the back of the shot. So they, they stop, this, uh, stop this shoot, and uh, they, they ask the boy what he wants. Does he want to be on TV? Does he want to be famous? Does he want to, you know, is he wants to be the cameraman? And uh, they've, they've got him on camera, and he says, uh, no, but can you please just report on my smile? And does a, a huge grin into the camera. And that's all he wanted was for them just to report a news story on his smile. Wow, that's adorable. <laughs> know, and if you want to see it, if you look on Twitter, there's uh, at, at, um, uh, Fox 29 Philly. So if you do at Fox 29 Philly, there's a picture of Cameron and his uh, his massive smile. And it kind of oh makes me God. think, you know, that we, we should have more news, which is just a boy smiled. It, you know, that's good. I could handle seeing that on the news every once in a while. Yeah, me too. I'm. And people have tuned off to, you know, many people, uh, some of us included, don't watch the news. Um, we get it, you know, the important stuff we get on our Nixle alerts, you know, they, they'll send it to our phone if something's really going down in our area. But otherwise, it's just, come on, it's depressing. It's so depressing. We just don't watch it anymore. It's one bad story after another because good stuff doesn't sell, you know. So uh, something yeah. like that, a boy's smile or a, a good deed. I want to hear that stuff. I really do, you know. Yeah, and, and if right. I get sick of that, the good stuff you know. doesn't happen. It's the good stuff doesn't sell. That's the most important thing. There's good stuff is happening all the time, and you know, the more you look at any tiny area, there's good people in it doing good deeds every single day. Um, to, you know, it's just that it's not on the news because it's not sensational enough to to sell newspapers or ads on websites or what have you. It's it, it's just not what what they want to be pushing, but it's there. Right, it's it's all around us, and you know we could change the paradigm, the way things feel, just by putting more of that positivity out there. Like you said, some people. Uh, it's easier to go down the path of least resistance, which is the, oh, poor us, oh, pity party, you know, anger, sadness, anything anything that's negative, you know, the easier thing to latch on to than it is to, to try to keep up with the positivity. But that's okay. That's what makes it a challenge, at least. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got something so, Rock, I, I guess, uh, yeah, rock and bug then. <clears throat> so you, we we got 10 minutes left on the show um, what are your plans for 2017? What are your, your goals that we're going to hold you to in, in the next few months when we recap on this stuff and dread it? What were you going to say, Bud? You were about to say something. Oh, I was going to say I had something positive that happened to me uh, right before the show. Oh, that, please. I, uh, I got a piece of mail from a company I used to work for over a year ago. And I'm like, why are they sending me stuff still? We're We're done. <laughs> and Rock goes, oh, maybe it's a check, huh? I'm like, yeah, right. 
and I opened it, and uh, it is a check for 62 cents because uh, <laughs> that's it. We're going to Hawaii. <laughs> we're going to Hawaii. Whole cents, man. That's it. We're we're there. That's that's. It's a, It's probably some class action settlement, and everybody no. gets. Well, what happened, apparently they had just started using an online tipping system as I left, oh. and that was something that was uh, previously not entered. Okay. That's, so, hey. That's fantastic. So I'm, I was going to say, that, that was the worst tipper ever, that 62 cents. I mean, I don't know, unless you sold them a book of matches or something. Right? Exactly. Okay, so we'll get back to the question. <laughs> don't want to go to Hawaii. Uh, goals, goals for uh, I'm I'm declaring here. I'm, I I want to start training. It's it's uh, January in just a few hours. Not yeah, you know, well, you know like what is it, a hundred and something hours. Anyway, um, and and I'd like to start training for the Warrior Dash again. Um, yeah, yeah this is our fourth year being involved in the Warrior Dash. I think. Mm-hmm. So um, that's one thing. So April, and I'm hoping to see my co-host and his family there. That's not a subtle hint. That's pretty, pretty blatantly obviously right there. So um, any any chance we'll get to see you in April, sir? Oh I think yeah, yeah. The tickets are booked. The tickets are already booked. So yeah. we got a hotel. We're, we're good. Oh, they're good. There you go. Yay! See that? So yeah, that, so that's happy. my chief goal of 27. Well, my first goal, I guess, of 2017 is. Uh, get back yep. in shape for that thing because you know what people, people look at it and they say you know these mud runs they're easy you know and they can be i mean they can be a lot of fun the obstacles can be challenging to get over sometimes or you know or they can mm-hmm. be scary just because you don't like heights or water or you know whatever's involved in them but barbed oh, wire yeah. with manky mud on it but um yeah whatever you know but, and they can be they can be physically challenging, but they you know it's not an army drill you know drill routine, but you know people do get hurt on these things our, our team captain in the last one is one of the most physically able people I know um just tripped and fell and and completely detached his tricep muscle and had to go through surgery to repair it so you know oh you know, yeah, that was that was ter- oh wow, yeah. that's right, and yeah our the your team captain for that race was just. He's in great shape. Yeah, absolutely. He's built like a truck and still took took some punishment. So, you know, it's definitely definitely something we take seriously, and I I treat it like a physical challenge and try to prepare for it. So that's going to be a big deal for me in early 2017. Uh, Now, see, the the, the Warrior Dash trains that, and um, a book tour since we too much going on to do it uh, this this past fall and winter, so um, I'm I'm looking for a book tour maybe in the spring. Maybe I can tie it together with going down south for the Warrior Dash. But uh, that's that's I'm putting that out there to the universe. I'm putting it out there that that's one of my goals. So yeah, what about you, Bug? Any goals? Any uh, anything you want to declare? Mm. Uh, Titus Lubis was talking about uh, reducing clutter. I know that's one of my personal goals um, for the upcoming year. But I know we also, as a group, we're talking about trying to get together an initiative-wide meetup. Oh, that's going to happen. Not going. If I've got anything to do with it, that's absolutely got to happen. Yeah. So, pretty Ho- exciting. Hopefully, hopefully January we'll get to hang out with uh, 
with uh, Daniel Goldfarb of our, our Arizona, Arizona branch. Right. That, yeah, is, that is on the books at some point. So, yeah, some travel, you know, not not too far, but uh, far enough to where I'd love to get to London this year. Um, but uh, And I know someone who who's from, you know, the U.K. who, who might be able to give some tips. But we'll see. We'll see how things things uh, <laughs> things work out over there. So uh, if anything you want to share with us uh, about getting over to uh, to across the pond, uh, Spectre, we'd, we'd be more than happy to, to – get some advice and tips yeah yeah i can certainly give you some pointers on where to go and where not to go and uh <laughs> some of the some of the cool <laughs> stuff to do i've been i've been around um <laughs> yeah that's, definitely yeah that's what i heard about you man you've been around no, um, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh so so no we're really we're hoping we'll see we'll see if that happens later in the year that's fantastic but but right now we'll focus more on uh Getting out there in April, I'd love to go to the March. I mean, that's January 21st, so I don't know. I just started a new job. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but that'd be fantastic if that could happen. Uh, other than that, I just I, honestly, for me, I just want everybody to stay healthy and happy. I did. You know, if you if, if I had a superpower, if somebody said, "Hey, what would your superpower be?" I used to want to have um, mind control. Not to use in a bad way, but to try to help people make better decisions for the world. Now that I think about it, that's taking away free will, et cetera. And now I think I would rather be able to heal because, well, just because, you know. So that's what I want for everybody in 2017 is just to be healthier and happier. Wow, very And cool. I know that sounds... That sounds really weenie, doesn't it? But it's not. As soon as you're sick, like I'm sick right now, as soon as you're sick or somebody you know or love is sick, then you realize that the thing that you don't think about is one of the most important things in the world. It's your health. That's it. So that's that's all I want for for anybody in 2017. Okay, and you're both quiet. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you... uh... You know, I'd, I'd written a list of what I wanted to do in 2017, and it was nothing like good health to all and world peace like you just did. So I feel, I feel kind of ashamed at how selfish my my oh, little list of 2017 on. stuff is. I, I want to go to Hawaii. I, I, I want to <laughs> try maybe purple in my hair this year. So I still have the fun stuff. Give me your, give me your list. <clears throat> so for me, same deal. Warrior Dash. I um, I, I I'm amazed at how much fun the Warrior Dash was but mainly around the preparation for it, like all the fundraising and the team building and everyone bouncing training ideas off. And it, it's it's a really, really fun thing. Um, and high pressure as well. There's a lot riding on it. It's sponsorship. You know, if people have put a couple of grand down on you finishing this thing, you better you better get there in good shape. Um, so Warrior oh, Dash yeah. is definitely my, my first. Um, consistency as well. Like uh, with, with the New York Initiative, I, I want to, really it's kind of hit January strong with the Thursday night outreaches. Um, another thing I've kind of baked into this whole uh, this whole volunteering thing is um, partnering up with Room to Grow, who we had on the show a, a few weeks back, um, who are a local charity helping out low-income families with, with kids. Um, so we're going to be every third Thursday of the month, we're now going to be volunteering at Room to Grow as well, and we're looking to get a team of, of anything like 10 to 12 volunteers down there on a Thursday night to help uh, just sort through kids' clothes and books and things. Um, and we're also going to be gathering supplies for them as well in terms of toys and books and clothing for zero to three years old. So uh, we'll, uh, 
hopefully be doing well after after Christmas as parents want to uh, clear out the closets a little. Zero to three years old, that's it? That's the that's all you need, zero to three? Well, that, that's their focus at the moment, but really only because that you know that's all they can cope with, um, and they feel like they okay. they have more impact if they help kids at a younger age. That those kind of zero true. to three years are the formative age, formative years, I guess. Um, it's but yeah, true. I'm sure I was they just have asking. More supplies and workers, they do more. Yeah, cool, because I was going to say I was just asking because someone just donated for us for outreach, but I believe that they're five, six year old five six seven year old and they're in beautiful shape and they're the g- coolest looking kid clothes but yeah i get i i remember the interview with uh with lisa from uh, moon ago that why they do it so early it makes sense it's just yeah. i'm thinking where am i going to donate these because I've, I've had them for a couple of days now so anyway we got 90 seconds so i'm going to be quiet and, and let my co-host uh take us oh. home let's see <laughs> So I guess, I mean, if I had to wrap up with anything, I'd say uh, 2016, yeah, it had, it had its ups and downs, but you've got to focus on the good that's out there, the good that's being done, and the fact that people are more vocal than they ever have been in, in doing that good. So random acts, of, random acts of kindness are hopefully going to keep happening more and more frequently and, and snowball into society, and we'll see some of that good paying off. Um, so I guess on that note, for 2017 being a little more positive, I've got to say uh, thank you to everyone for joining us. And uh, I forgot to say thanks to Duck Defender last week for being an awesome Super 7 as well. But thanks to Rock and Bug and for uh, for Skyman for, for dialing in and for Impact as well. It's uh, always good to catch up with you guys. So uh, thanks to our listeners. And I guess we will be back, uh, same bat time, same bat channel next week. Next year. Next oh, year, no. next week. Right. Next year, next week. That's right. And with that, thank you also. Thank you, everyone in the chat room, especially Titus, who we always love reading in the chat room. Um, anyway, you guys have a wonderful new year. Be safe. Get a designated driver, and we'll see you next year. Woo! Happy New Year, all. Good night. Happy New Year. Night. You do as I tell you, okay? Put that thing away, you're going to get us all killed. Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder.